Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Idol Rumble podcast. Today is April 14th, 2022. I am Rob, the editor-in-chief of LobbyRumble.com, and I'm joined by our content creator, Ron. How are you doing today, Ron? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's a busy day at work, but we wanted to have this bonus episode to sort of give our audience a little bit more background on our history with K-pop. We sort of touched upon this on our first episode that released earlier this week, but we wanted to sort of set aside a little bit more time to say how we got into K-pop, what led up to it, what our likes and dislikes are, and stuff like that. So how did you get started? How did you get into K-pop, Ron? Man, uh, like like I said in our, in episode one, it goes way back. <laughs> like we, I have a like a long history with K-pop. I guess like so the for the very first time I heard K-pop, um, and actually it was on accident too. So my brother is like a huge like anime fan. He was watching Inuyasha, and then I was like kind of just walking by his room, and I overheard the ending song to that. I forget what I think it's called Every Heart, and it was mm-hmm. sung by Boa. And I was like, oh, that's a nice song. And that song was in Japanese. So then, like, I, I go, um, like, on the computer and then, you know, pull up the old lime wire and, and like, search up Boa <laughs> and, and, and then that song. And then the version that I got was the Korean version of that song. So I was listening to that. And, like, back then, you know, I, to be honest, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference. Uh, <laughs> But 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 now I do. I can tell the difference between you know Japanese and Korean. Um, but anyways, uh, so I really like that song, and I just wanted more of her music. So uh, I you know downloaded more of her songs because like back then, um, Korean music was not very accessible. It was it's really hard to find. And like back in like the LimeWire days, dude. Do you remember <laughs> like you you download a song? And first of all, it would take it would take a really long time just to download one song, mm-hmm. and then, like you, then you download it, you play it, and it's freaking like some Bill Clinton impersonator. <laughs> you, you you remember that? Yeah, I remember the Napster days. Yeah, I remember so like, the BitTorrent days. Yeah, yeah, all <laughs> that. So so it was it was a struggle back then, but eventually I got you know got her songs, and they were all Korean. I don't. I don't know if you remember this web- website, Robert, but um, there was like this forum, um, and like, and I I showed it to you like back in back in high school, mm-hmm. like there was this forum called like GetAsianMusic.com, <laughs> and then basically, like the site was divided by like country, like all Asian countries, and then so you, of course you know I went to the Korean section, and then each thread was like an an artist, so they had like a boa, they had rain. They had like, um, it, you know, a lot of people from that era, right? Pinko, SES, whatever. You know, I participated in the forums. And what was crazy was like, you know, on the forums, I was like, oh, hey, you know, I'm a new fan, blah, blah, blah. Does anyone know how I can get this music? And then I got hit up by like some random like user on that website. It was like, hey, I have, you know, all of Boa's current collection. I can send send it to you in a zip drive would you would you <laughs> like it and then i was like sure nowadays <laughs> that would be pretty sketchy 
that yeah i like i gave that person um that person like my address <laughs> like mailed a zip drive <laughs> to my house and then like i didn't even know like i didn't even know what a zip drive was back then um but it was like this basically um big old floppy disk it's a big old floppy disk yeah um, did you even have a reader no i didn't have a reader so she, so he or she I, or they gave me one they like shipped wow. that yeah because the then i told them like i don't know what that is and they're like okay it's okay i'll you know i'll send you the whole thing so it came in a couple of of dry like discs and then the the reader and then that's how i got all of like boa's collect like music from that point <laughs> which was crazy because you it this stuff was hard to find back then um so that's how I got into Boa. And like I was like listening to her music a lot. A couple of years later, I got into Rain because I watched Full House because someone from church recommended <laughs> it to me. He was like, hey, do you watch Korean dramas? And I was like, no, what is that? And like, oh, just watch Full House. Just look it up on the internet. And I did really like the show. I still consider it like one of the, like my top dramas mm -hmm. um, of like all, all time. And it was, I considered it my favorite drama for a really long time until I saw Crash Landing on You. And I really like that drama. Mm. Uh, but anyways, um, Rain is the the lead actor in Full House. Uh, I was and then like in one of the episodes, he started singing, and I was like, "Oh damn, this dude can sing!" <laughs> and like I go on YouTube, look him up, and you know, do do all that, and got his music, you know, the the sketchy way. <laughs> <laughs> The zip drive just, to my house way. Zip zip drive to my house. No, I actually <laughs> just like Googled his, his songs <laughs> and just downloaded it from like random websites. But um, yeah, and then around that time, YouTube was, you know, was popular. So like they would just recommend you random stuff. Um, or not random, but like related stuff. So I was through. So, so after Rain, I found Epic High and Dynamic Duo. A little while after, I started getting into... Um, idol music i heard wonder girls tell me and i thought like that song was super popular like online because like everybody and and their moms was doing a the tell me dance like <laughs> i remember watching a video of like uh like like a police station like a couple of like the police officers like doing the tell me dance i'm like dude aren't, aren't y'all supposed to be like patrolling the streets <laughs> not the original dancing? dance challenge yeah yeah back in the day and then, you know, and then, like, it all started from there. Like, then I got into Big Bang. And funny enough, like, when I first heard Big Bang, uh, when they debuted, like, I honestly thought they were corny. <laughs> like, the like the way they dressed, uh, they looked like tryhards. And then, like, freaking Taeyang with cornrows looking like Omarion from <laughs> B2K. I was yeah. like, who is this guy? That, but, um, that period of K-pop yeah. fashion is, <laughs> like, the big... Yeah. Lots of layers of clothes. And like jewels. Spiky <laughs> hair. Everybody looked like a Final Fantasy character, like back then. Like everyone's hair highlights. I mean, it, it was crazy. Even if you think about it, like today's stage outfits, mm -hmm. you can't just like walk out on the street on a normal day. Like when I went to KCON and mm -hmm. saw everyone doing their K-pop get up, you can't walk out like that. Unless you want to stand out like that, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's different. I would say like a lot of the K-pop outfits, like from 
from back then and and in now they're all they're all different they're all kind of out there like yeah you you can't really just walk out outside and act like everything is normal <laughs> um, you'll definitely stand out right whether that's good or bad mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah that was kind of my start in in k-pop but i guess like it all kind of just stemmed from j-pop really because like i know like we've known each other for a really long time right and mm -hmm. like i met you in high school and you actually got me into into j-pop and then i guess because of j-pop it made me i guess like more open-minded to music from other parts of the world and then i got into k-pop and then like and pretty much the rest is history nice nice yeah yeah so me like like you said J-pop was the big catalyst to that. So I was just minding my own business one day. Uh, we I, I mentioned this on the first episode, but we have this local channel, Channel 8, that on the weekdays, there'd be the CMC station. Who is it? Chewy Gomez? Yeah, yeah, Chewy Gomez. <laughs> giving us all the like the up-to-date rap, hip-hop, R&B. But on the weekends, they would show international tv and one of the shows was a music show called hey hey music champ and i think one of the very first acts when i flipped the channel was morning masumi it was the song where it was like a ska song and it was a super high energy and sort of the concept of the song was like a circus i just saw the <laughs> music video as i was um thinking about what i was going to talk about today and it's just so different from what I listen to in K-pop today. When I was watching uh, Produce 48 are the series where they sort of mash together Korean contestants and Japanese contestants. They sort of made made it a topic of the way that we perform and entertain is totally different. In J-pop, they're all about no matter what their skill level, like they're not about the sharp moves and everything. They're about like entertaining the crowd and, and just making everyone happy. You could be like just whatever, like it's pretty much like sort of cheering up uh, everyone. You're running around just singing, hyping up everybody while K-pop normally it's about like sharp moves and everything. Just watching like these almost like maybe what, like 15 young ladies running around stage, just like all hyped, just like yeah. well, it, it was like a sensory overload, honestly. <laughs> but like on some... On one night, uh, I saw this other girl perform. Uh, her name was Ai Yueto. I sort oh, of followed. Yeah, I, I, I followed her for a little bit. I even found out that she was doing a movie. I guess is based off of on a manga. When I was doing research about it, mm -hmm. the movie is called Azumi. Is sort of a like swordswoman revenge slasher samurai movie. Oh, that yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> even yeah. I was a little bit infatuated with it that i like found like a cool promotional image of it printed it out and pasted it onto like my nintendo ds back in the day <laughs> and i think if I, I remember that if i find that ds i'm pretty sure that picture's still on there <laughs> a cheap little Wait, black and white I you, oh i was gonna say because you also on your nintendo ds you had like a like a sticker the yeah the wasn't skin. It? i thought it was red yeah. No, that, that that was like the original DS, but I had like the oh, DS okay, okay. Lite that I had like oh, a protective okay. case on that yeah, I slipped like okay. that picture of okay, that's uh, right, that's right. IUED on. Didn't you borrow my DS at one time? Or something uh, like that? Probably. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I, I borrowed a lot of things from you. <laughs> um, I, I might have. Um, but I had my own DS, though, mm -hmm. like the, the fat gray one. Mm -hmm. 
but I was gonna say like Ayurveda, like on my old like uh, flip phone, like Nokia flip phone, I had her as like my wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> like I found a so like before you could like load pictures into your your phone. Like I found a picture of her like on my computer, and like I just like took a picture with that crappy ca- <laughs> camera <laughs> and then made it my wallpaper. Just recently, like I looked her up just to see like what she's up to and stuff. She mm-hmm. she looks good still. Like she she looks the same. I think she's like what like doing like advertisements nowadays, or yeah. I think she's also doing like yeah, come on, volunteer stuff. But I haven't been super following like anything J-pop recently. But I don't think I picked this up from watching Hey Hey Hey. But I think mm-hmm. while watching YouTube, because mm-hmm. I think by that time, because this was what early high school, late middle school when when I mm-hmm. got into this stuff, but. There was this rock band called Psycho Likimu. I think I've cho- mm-hmm. I've I've showed you them, but oh yeah, I I remember those guys. They're they're they wild, man. <laughs> <laughs> but even that was like a big like new thing uh for me at least was that their concept is like cosplaying pretty much and then yeah. each music video had like this sort of like fantastical storyline in it where like I think the very first one that I always show people like this what their basis is just like this scary looking octopus <laughs> guy or something, but I don't like that. Uh, this one thing that we both could uh remember uh, perfume, perfume man, Cho- chocolate OGs. disco. Uh, what it's not active, yeah. I think I saw the like they're going on tour or something, but I remember we came over, I think it was like your brother's birthday or something, and mm-hmm. then I forgot how it came up. We were just at because you're like a little computer room. We were like yeah. playing, uh, I think we were playing like a WarioWare or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, probably. But then for some reason we took a break and like a chocolate disco ended up on the on the computer. <laughs> and we were just like hype, hyping up and got that stuck in our head so much. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I remember that song. I, um, I think that's like the only perfume song I know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a but it's a super memorable. Like I'm not even sure if that's like their like signature song or anything, but it's just the one that's signature for us at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh geez, man. I still like sometimes we'll see them. Like you know, like sometimes when you like travel at the hotels, they have like channels from like all over the world. Mm-hmm. And then like I remember one time I was in uh, uh, Prague, and then I was watching. And it was like New Year, almost like New Year's or something. And then um, they. Um, the only channel that I found interesting was like the Japanese channel. I think it was like N. I don't think it was NHK or I don't. I don't remember. But like they had like an end of the year celebration and they had like perfume on there. And I was like, this was like a few years ago. And I was like, oh damn, they look pretty much <laughs> the same. <laughs> and they they I think they performed Chocolate Disco too. Hey. Um, and they they performed some a whole bunch of other songs that um I don't recognize. But <laughs> but it it was cool seeing them. And it was like a flash of nostalgia. Yeah, but other than that, like, um, we were both into anime, so um, there's some like intro and outro themes that that mm-hmm. um stuck, like the a couple Naruto ones. Uh, everyone knows Eureka Seven, the uh, flow song. Flow, yep. And then also like when Kingdom Hearts came out, everyone was oh. when when you mentioned Kingdom Hearts, it's either about like big clown shoes, but or 
Utara Hikaru's uh, Simple and Clean. Simple and Clean, dude. Everyone was going off on that. But eventually I found myself to finding M-Flow and all his like collabs. So it was more sort of like in the pop, hip hop kind of thing. So I sort of stuck with that for a while. And then eventually, like sometime during high school, I guess we were talking about this earlier that I guess near the tail end, like Wonder Girls came through. Mm-hmm. When like that first wave came, I guess we were already in college, uh, like SNSD with G, obviously, like that song was just like a earworm for everybody. Oh, heck yeah. I remember like a viral, like this was a viral one, Kiss Because I'm a Girl, because of the- Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because the, the of the music video. impromptu K-drama. That was maybe like one of my first unofficial K-dramas I, I watched. Like, oh, the, the girl's eyes. Oh, no, another yeah. guy's eyes. <laughs> yeah, I think you showed me that that video. I probably did. Yeah. Surprisingly, like during like a fundraiser for Filipino Club, we were at a mm-hmm. boba shop mm-hmm. and then they had just K-pop music playing. But one song that came on was just super catchy and it was none other than Shiny's Ring Dong Ding. Oh, Ring Ding dude, Dong. I hate that song, dude. I hate that song. <laughs> I think like a lot of shiny members hate that song too. <laughs> I I look at it like what is this song that's just like super catchy? I look up and see guys like in sort of like Sephiroth looking <laughs> wing winged angel I, oh outfits, eyeliner, and then I, I I remember when that song came out too. Like, cause they were fresh. Well, they weren't fresh off um their debut song um replay, but like replay slapped. Like, <laughs> like that that song goes hard, and then they had a couple like other like pop hits and stuff, and then they come out with this. I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is this? What are they wearing? <laughs> why, why is his head sh- like half shaved? Like, oh, this doesn't make sense. But uh, it's it's a classic though. It's, it's classic. crazy. And then like not too long after that, like um. Tiara uh, Sugar Free came on. I was like, what is happening mm. here? Bass hitting, a bunch of flashing lights. But not soon after that, I'm not even sure how A-Pink popped in, but it was during like the love era, mm. L-U-V and love. That I was mm. like, oh, something about this group. <laughs> something about this Bomi and the way that she pronounces uh l-u-v in love i just fell in love with i became an a-pink stan pretty much and then mm. my music player would just be all a-pink <laughs> i said in the first episode that i took six hour trip to la back and forth just listening to a-pink to like, what, like four albums worth <laughs> just on repeat because that is how into them i was <laughs> Uh, and then I think I, when looking on YouTube, I saw like the recommended section. Uh, WJSN had mm-hmm. secret one one of oh, the stages. So. I was like, whoa! And that sort of opened the doors to opening myself to liking other groups. Mm-hmm. And then not too soon after that, uh, Psy came out with Gangnam Style, and that took over the world. And then because yeah. of WJSN, I sort of like looked into it, and then IOI popped up. And then mm. I decided to go watch Produce 101. And then that sort of like set it off with um with K-pop uh survival shows for me. It's like, oh, the drama. Like, who's going to make it? Like, 
at the time I didn't know who made like IOI already passed by then. Like they came and went. Oh, okay. I see. Or actually I think they were like leaving uh when I first oh, heard of them. Like they were on their way oh, out. So it was already oh, okay. But I didn't know about that then. Like I was just like, oh, IOI because of WJ Sen. Let me let me go watch this. So I didn't know who was gonna be in it. And then from there sprung like their their groups that they ended up in that I started liking because I liked IOI so much was like Goo Goo Don, Pristin, Wiki Mickey, Daya, and Chunga and Somi. And I, I just followed all of them. And then after mm-hmm. that, looks for like related artists after related artists. Uh, like one big, big thing that popped in was like Soyu and um, what's his name? The other Starship guy. Oh, uh, what's that famous one? <laughs> Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could type it and it'll pop up. So you yeah. uh, and Jungigo some. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That popped up. And so I went down that rabbit hole of lightweight R&B-ish, pop-ish sort of kind of music. And that was sort of like my foray into K-pop. And it just evolved from there. Just finding as many groups as I could to fill out my library. And it's still ongoing. Always looking for new groups to listen to. I think with um uh K-pop it's always it's always fun um list, like finding new music because there's just so much there's to the point where much. like it's too much yeah yeah <laughs> there's like there's definitely an oversaturation of of idols in, in K-pop um but like w- once you like find find one and like find one singer or one group that you really like and you kind of just like get hooked it, it it's fun like i really like that aspect about k-pop how there's like so much content mm-hmm. for you um as a fan and it's it's hard to get bored i mean there are um times where there's like not a lot going on in k-pop especially like um in the beginning of the year like i'd say like from maybe january to uh, january and february is typically pretty dry um but uh yeah, there's just like so much to to enjoy, and and the community is just getting bigger and bigger, which is which is nice because like back then, um, when we first got into it, basically it was just like me and Rob, me and Rob. You know? <laughs> yeah, at least amongst all our talk our to. friends. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's all and we then, needed, honestly. Yeah, and then um, and like it's not something you would say out loud too. Like you <laughs> you kind of have to like keep it on the dl because then like you don't want to get roasted or whatever but i mm-hmm. i think it, it's a lot better now like k-pop is in the west is so somewhat have become mainstream especially thanks to bts um recently yeah i was about or to bring recently, my mom been... to a bts yeah. concert but that oh, got for canceled. She... Uh, oh oh yeah, yeah yeah but um she was willing to go though yeah i mean it's mostly because uh my nieces are super fans at least mm-hmm. one of them is a super fan and then the other one just follow follows her around but because mm-hmm. they were gonna come because they were in hawaii at the time mm-hmm. then they were gonna like come all the way out to what's the niners levi's. stadium levi's, levi's. they're gonna come here and i was sort of gonna um gonna supervise them but mm-hmm. i also just wanted to go just to just to say i went like their mom and my mom wanted we're like, okay, we'll go too. So that's going to be a, a whole experience. But fortunately, 
stuff happened and we all know what happened yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm still mad at that because like i bought tickets got really good seats and then they canceled the show right mm-hmm. then we had to freaking rebuy our, our <laughs> oh no i had to fight you know. to get my refund <laughs> yeah yeah that too it's so annoying and like i wanted then like rebuy the the tickets and then like i on you know when we had to rebuy like i couldn't even get in like Aww. by the time i got in it was like all sold down i'm like man this freaking sucks i mean it is what it is oh i, I still want to see bts live and hopefully go to someday. vegas yeah i could go to vegas <laughs> my, my homie just went to uh because i think he's just going to vegas just to go and then i think reluctantly found tickets that day just or maybe his friends dragged him but i don't remember but just one day he's he, like, oh i got tickets yeah because I, I saw that picture too <laughs> yeah i saw that picture too and i was like i didn't know he listens to k-pop <laughs> yeah no he's like i was like sort of like roasting i was like you don't even like k-pop because <laughs> i keep telling him to because he, he's a singer as a hobby and then i t- i try to yeah. tell him like i just cover k-pop songs and like expand your audience because he has like a tiktok and everything Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, man. Get get those views. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he's like pumped now after he's like sort of like went uh beat first into the fire. I think he's mm-hmm. like down now, a little mm-hmm. bit more open minded. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's what that's what the K pop wave does to you apparently. K pop wave, man. You you might as well just go go with the flow. Don't mm-hmm. fight it. Yeah, like you were saying with the, uh, like, having a bunch of content, like, I'm probably, or actually, we're probably both, like, pretty multi-stanny, but yeah, uh, yeah. being a multi-stan, especially the amount of groups that we listen to, it's like, it just never stops at, it's yeah. sort of, like, even for, like, my favorites, I don't watch a lot of their extra stuff, like, their vlog, or maybe, like, my favorite favorites, I watch their vlogs, mm-hmm. but I usually just dedicate time, like, oh, oh, they made a vlog, oh, like oh they have a V live like I I used to like back backlog some V lives but nowadays I'm just like I don't have time to do that stuff now I have to be yeah. like super picky yeah yeah and it, it's hard like I uh, I try my best to watch all all of Twice's like extra like YouTube content or TikTok or like whatever they they put out it, it's but because there's like so like Twice they they put out stuff constantly so there's there's a lot and then like the other groups too they put out a lot of stuff and it's hard to keep up. I'm gonna say something that's like <laughs> kind of weird, um, make me sound kind of weird, but like sometimes, <laughs> like so with Twice, right? Like sometimes they'll have like individual stuff, like mm-hmm. individual videos. So my bias, Sana, every time she like puts stuff out, like I kind of wait a little bit because, <laughs> like, I get kind of nervous, <laughs> kind of nervous <laughs> watching her content because <laughs> she's my favorite and i'm like oh I, I i'm not ready i can't watch this stuff because what if she looks really pretty and i, I can't take it man uh, so, like, exposing I, yourself I put you're it exposing off. yourself i know <laughs> uh, i i i sound weird but 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 that's the real that's the real i, I try my best I, I try my best to watch everything though it's hard it's hard i'm pretty sure that's like nowhere near as crazy as like some other fan rituals and stuff if you ever read comments and stuff like how hard people go in for their groups it's a little <laughs> crazy yeah like, 
Oh, no, because I was going to say that I remember I was commuting uh, because when I had to take uh, BART from the East Bay to into San Francisco, I don't think I saw. Yeah, I, I guess I couldn't see it, but I, I watched the news like for a little bit every morning. And then there was a the concert in Oakland for BTS. And I remember that mm-hmm. morning was like super cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. These fans were out there since like five in the morning. I think that that was when it was like low 40s and something like that people are going in you know i i can relate man i've never done it for a k-pop concert but i've done it for shoes before (laughs) i stayed (laughs) overnight at the mall waiting for champs to open to get some jordans i've done that before uh i think i did it for the nintendo wii also at our town i I think we were both there right you there yeah yeah i I think we went together (laughs) i think no i think it was like you and your your friends like i I mean they're my friends too but like your friends and then i think i caught wind of it and was like oh let's go for fun just hang Mm -hmm. out and then yeah because i was in line with you guys i just went through the line when when they when they uh opened up sales and then just uh bought one with you guys but anyway let's get back to it um how about we share a little bit about our favorite uh, groups a little bit. Um, do you have a couple of favorite groups you want to list or favorite oh. like soloists? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm a huge Twice Stan. Um, love, I, I love all the members, but my favorite is uh, Sana. I mean, I, I like all of them. I just, J-Line. If I, no, I was going to say, if I had to rank them, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but... Um, uh, but Sana is definitely my, and she's like my ultimate bias, like out of out of everybody. Um, I also like Big Bang. I mentioned in episode one, uh, and I talked about it, uh, how like their latest uh, single, like made me feel. <laughs> but yeah, and, and you know that they're, they're my group. You know they got me into the whole uh, into idol music, so they definitely have like a special place in my heart. Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Um, also like BTS, of course. Like who who doesn't? And if you don't, you're just a hater. <laughs> you gotta you gotta at least respect what they do, their craft. Cause like currently, there's nobody that does it like them. They're impeccable showmen. They their producing is top notch. Um, they you don't have idol rappers of their caliber in in my opinion so you have rmj hope and uh suga like they are not even just as idol rappers they're like really good rappers and the ones that in terms of idol rappers that rival them i might be biased but i think it's g dragon and top from big mm-hmm. bang um but yeah i also like bts um, but i did get into them kind of late like i started listening to them during uh, dope era like that's when i um actually started like delving into their discography and listening to the music but I, I would say like maybe around maybe like late 2018 was when i like seriously listened to the music and and um like just followed all their videos and and, and stuff so that's bts uh girls generation there's their second gen girl group uh, really like them, and they were like my my top girl group for a, a really long time until until Twice came along, and then um and Taeyeon was my like ultimate bias until you know twenty fourteen 
it was revealed that Baekhyun from EXO was seen in her BMW on a date, then that's when that's when it it crumbled from there, Rob. I, I I'm gonna tell you, I was a wreck when <laughs> when that news came out. But I still I still love Taeyeon despite all despite all that. Um, you know, uh, as the all music, um, her music is in you know my regular rotation. Uh, I envy you. I listen to that. Um, I haven't been listening to that album lately, but when it first came out, it was part of my regular rotation. Um, and then outside of idol music, also I also like listening to like um, indie um, Korean artists, mm-hmm. um, like Soul. She's like my favorite R and B singer. I'd say. Ah. Um, uh, I just love her voice and and her music. And um, and I was really happy that I when I heard that she like wrote a song for Taeyeon. Um, oh yeah, I think I've heard about her, that too. Yeah, I'm I'm blanking on the name of the song, but it was part of uh, Taeyeon's album. Now now I can't even think of Taeyeon's <laughs> album that she came out with in like fall 2020. Well, it it's on there. <laughs> it was written by Soul, mm-hmm. but it was really good. That was my one of my favorite songs off off that album. Um, I don't know if they count as independent artists they kind of are they're not part of like a major label or anything um but they're they're kind of mainstream they're like pretty popular with the general public and it's dynamic duo and epic high Mm -hmm. i really like their music um and you know just being a hip-hop fan it's nice hearing like non-idol korean hip-hop you know because it like the like with epic high it's more emotional and um, uh, a lot of the lyrics are, uh, are are poetic, and then you have on the other side. In my opinion, on the other side of the spectrum, you have dynamic duo, where they're more gritty and kind of in your face. Um, but they they do have like pop hits and stuff. Um, but yeah, those are pretty much just like the icing of the or the, the tip of the iceberg. Goes. The tip of the iceberg, yeah, <laughs> um, of what I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, except I get SNSD has fallen out of my rotation. I've I think more newer groups have kind of infiltrated my rotation, like Itzy and um, Stacy. Some and like a lot of they, fourth. They don't necessarily kind of like uh, put out music really. Like, don't they have a comeback no. or at least a subunit coming out soon? Yeah, they have a subunit, but like, and like I'm not gonna be honest. Like their subunit OGG, like. This, the song that they came out with, I, I wasn't really feeling it. I'm more of like into Taeyeon's like solo stuff. That's mm-hmm. just more of my like my taste, I guess. Even though I I, I mean I can't really say that because I do like the goat bubblegum pop, but like t- with Taeyeon's music, it's like more of a mature sound and mm-hmm. and so it's kind of a nice break from all, all the from all the the pop that I normally listen to. Mm-hmm. So what about you, man? What are your groups? Uh, so I already talked about A Pink before, so I don't think we need to go back through that. But I'm definitely mm-hmm. one of those that was sort of the eyes eyes of one oh, permanent yeah, yeah, kind too. of thing because I, just like all the music that they came out with, even though some of them was sort of going towards that sort of bubblegum pop or not really bubblegum pop, but the super like happy like in K-pop, I'm not a big fan of super super happy go lucky 
kind of uh concepts i'm mm-hmm. more into like sort of like chill like more r&b poppy kind of mm-hmm. fusions slash mm-hmm. electronics so that's more more my speed but you'll definitely get a feel for it uh with the rest of the uh favorites that i list today yeah, yeah. but i was in love with eyes eyes one I was just so happy that I was able to see them at KCON. Um, Dude, the last I'm time, jealous. <laughs> the last time that happened, like for sh- for sure, one one big influence on on like what kind of music I listen to is like WJ Sen, the sort of electronic kind of mm-hmm. sound. So mm-hmm. like a big a good mixture between electronic and pop. Sort of Luna is a big mix of genres to kind of thing like i I stumbled into them a little bit late i think the only reason i found them at first was when i was still pretty big on tumblr that i was like Mm -hmm. who is this girl just like um gifs i say gifs sorry for people who say gifs (laughs) but that's what i learned in college but it was a evu ebu eve i'll just say eve yeah. It was just oh, some yeah, yeah. some just from her music video. It's like, who is this? Let's let's learn more. And then I I found out that these were like solo releases from an upcoming group called Luna. So I sort of went back and went through the catalog so far. Uh, Heejin, that that sort of um, vocal prowess slash um, I guess you could say maybe like dirty funk kind of song in her um solo debut didn't really suit my taste but um hyunjin was sort of a ballady and that sort of speaks to my like for for um b2b sort of hyunjin was sort of a an underdog pick for people's like favorite solo debut and then hustle is it's a little bit too operatic for my taste mm-hmm. yojin was just very in that happy-go-lucky kind of feel. Vivi, that was suited my taste. That she she almost was sort of my initial bias, just just for the sole reason because her song was sort of a sort of '90s '80s feeling, especially, especially the way that it was shot. That it was like sort of like had this filter on it where it sort of made everything like sort of like soft focus. Yeah, that that one was my favorite out of all of them. Soon after that. The Odd Eye Circle came out, and oh, that too, yeah. They sort of had. I mean, I guess before that, uh, Luna one over three, one third. Um, they sort of had this sort of like Korean K-pop kind of feel that I like some of the stuff that they put out, but it's a little bit mixed for me because coming from the U.S., definitely Odd Eye Circle sort of like got there for me, so. Kim Lip was cool. Uh, Chori, sort of mix of what I like. It sort of was a little bit, a little bit different with the way that her song was set up. With the like, I was like, oh, okay, happy, happy section. Then just like super going in instrumental, like little dance breaks. That I think I remember one uh, reaction video I saw. Like he's like, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Like uh, Jin Soul was cool, but when Odd Eye Circle came out, it was it was made for the U.S. Like they even shot their music videos in like L.A. around L.A. What's the name of that song? Sweet Crazy Love. I think that's oh, the that one that I was I was putting on you like a lot. I yeah, like, yeah. Watch this. I, I love that song. <laughs> I love that song. When I got to Chew, or wait, no, so, no. So 
Eve was the the first one out, so that's that's when I caught wind of like the the re the release schedule of them. So it was like, oh, instead of like doing all members at once, it's like, okay, here's this girl, this girl, this girl, and then subunit, this girl, this girl, subunit. So I was on the Y Y by Y uh subunit years when I stumbled upon them. And then soon after E's video, Chu came out just like just a vocal powerhouse. Enough fun, but <laughs> not too much fun music video where it was cute, but it wasn't like just overwhelmingly cute and happy that I was like, oh, this girl. <laughs> and it definitely like stuck through the rest of it. And then the rest of the Luna thing, but that's that's where Luna came in. And I probably went too long about Luna when just talking about my favorites. No, that's fine. Oh, my girl. I stumbled onto them right there during Secret Garden was when I hopped mm. on because um, I think maybe the color song, Coloring Book, I, I think that's the first time I heard them. But that song was like sort of they're like, oh, no, uh, this is sort of. We're almost on our way out, but Secret Garden came out a masterpiece. And that that's just like, oh, I'm in. I'm fully in that. That's also what what <laughs> saved their career. And B2B, I talked about them on the first episode. Vocal Kings, veterans in the industry. 101, I got into them. I think they were sort of the catalyst for me liking uh boy group music because oh, at first I was like, oh, because I'm a guy, I I should only like girl music. Like there's sort of that stigma as a K-pop stand that you should only like the opposite sex music. Obviously we're in 2022 that it's sort of like, Oh, that's sort of like a super duper old, <laughs> old way oh, of thinking. Yeah, but yeah. definitely when I was at KCON in what, 2018, when one-on-one was there, I was watching their set. I was like, who are these guys? I need to like I didn't know that they were like the second season of Produce 101. So I went back and watched their season. The songs that they put out like what was their their debut Energetic. That song. Oh, yeah. It's just a really good, (laughs) really good like definition of like my taste in boy group music where it's like electronic, high energy, really sharp choreography. And so after KCON that year. I definitely um, fell in love with one one that they were like up there in my favorites. But also who was there <laughs> was the group 17. Their set. I was like, oh, OK, I'll look them up, too. And then I went through their their catalog and definitely their their sort of like producing style with like sort of incorporating rock with electronic music and probably a lot of people's like sort of um, foray into 17 is a. Uh, don't want to cry um mm-hmm. because that's sort of what's the name of that that um produce um duo that 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 they collaborated with that on that song chain smokers oh oh i didn't know that or i'm not sure if they collaborated on it i'm blanking on that but i think it was heavily inspired oh, one of the wow. two but okay, okay but got seven worked its way into my algorithm that i really liked what they, what their recent stuff was and Going off of the one one thing, uh, AB6IX, um, I liked the stuff that they're putting out too because E. Dehi, um, his production style is really cool. Like the very energetic kind of music and very sharp choreo again. So those are sort of like my um, up there favorite groups, but there's definitely 
a lot more, especially with a, a lot of the groups that are coming out today. But these are the ones that stand out to me. I think you already sort of like combined your biases into your um, section of favorite groups. So yeah, I guess I'll yeah. mention mine a little bit. So yeah, yeah, go ahead. Coming off of Produce 101, Sejong, she mm-hmm. was my girl for the longest time because like... <laughs> Like you could probably call any um idol a character that they play in the public eye, but just the way that she carried herself through Produce 101 and like being supportive of everyone else, sort of being selfless in like helping other people, especially like competition group members up to try to bring them up. And then just being like a sort of natural born leader. I liked that. I'm always like attracted to like the main mains of a group like main vocals main dancers so she was always like a high up there vocalist but with produce 48 watching like watching along because that's the that was the first one that i got to watch along with because 101 was already around when i got into them obviously from kcon there i mean i guess they're on their way out produce 48 was when i follow along week to week yena like off the bat she stood out to me because she's like sort of like cracking jokes. She was very skillful, very funny. It's sort of like a battle because Sejong's not super active uh, in releasing music anymore. She's more of an actress now. Yeah. There's that sort of thing. Uh, Song Hyang from from S9 is another like standout, skillful idol, like all rounder. Like you wouldn't take her for a main dancer, but. If you ever look into her pre-debut stuff, she actually used to be a hip hop dancer before. Like she That's would go right. to yeah. she would go to battles, which is crazy. And you could definitely see like especially in earlier videos of of them like dancing in the studio, you could still see her like trying to get get away from her like freestyling hip hop dancer sort of quirks. Hyung's funny. Um Chu, she's just a lovable lovable idol. Like if you find someone that hates Chu, she she must have had to like murder <laughs> someone you loved <laughs> if you hate Chu. Yeah. Do Do you remember when there was like a rumor going around of her being a bully? Like that. Out of all the rumors, that was the hardest one to believe. Because I'm like, <laughs> really her? Because like, mm-hmm. she seems no, super. Sweet. I'm pretty sure she she's like that. That whole blurb I was talking about, like she had to murder somebody if you want to hate her. I I think I pretty much. <laughs> quoted like a viral not a viral tweet, but like a like a pretty up there tweet when on like a soompy post on twitter <laughs> because mm. that's when like a lot of people were being um accused of bullying and the last one i'll mention is unji from my old group a pink that she's um super duper skillful she's pretty all-rounder like maybe yeah. maybe she's not as known for dancing but she's She's like almost a triple threat that she's um pretty popular in the K-drama scene too. She's up there, but I think maybe if I had to choose an alt at the moment, maybe it'd be Yena because she's also pretty yeah. funny like um when it comes to a uh, variety stuff like post um iZone, she was mostly doing a lot of variety shows that like we were thinking like oh maybe she's just not going to come back to being an idol because we're all waiting for her like oh they'll throw in her her in everglow but just yeah, like yeah. a lot of her aspects um she might be the alt we'll say interim alt because i might still mm-hmm. not be over sejong but what about mm-hmm. you if you had to pick an alt bias my alt bias is is definitely sana <laughs> no question 
Um, I have her as my wallpaper on my phone. I have her photo card <laughs> as like wedged in between my case and my phone. Mm -hmm. I have a clear case. And then, um, yeah, I have a, a friend made me a, a picket fan with Sana on her face. Another friend got me a, a blanket with uh, Sana's face on it. <laughs> um, I, I have a lot of Sana stuff. But yeah, she's definitely my old. Um, and uh, a close second is probably is Taeyeon, most definitely, because mm -hmm. she was like my original like bias. For, ever since I got into like idol K-pop, like idol K-pop music, um, but I mean, I I do have like a lot of biases. Well, I, I is this normal like to have a bias for every group, or do you just have like a handful? Because like for every group that I listen to, I have like a a bias. No, uh, that's pretty normal, but okay, like. I think the concept of the alt bias, like yeah. if you ever go on K-pop Discord, you'll see a lot of people with uh, with K-pop idols as their profile pictures. That's usually their alt. Yeah, like I can see yours is a uh, you got Sana on yours, while yeah. me I just have my face on Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just since we're running a little long, how about we just uh do a little bit of uh, sharing what we like to do outside of uh, K-pop, like some of our other interests. Uh, just real quick, let, let's not go into too much detail, but let's tell the people like some of the stuff that we're into because I'm pretty sure a lot of this stuff is going to come up over the weeks as we um, record the show. So what are some other interests that you're into? Yeah, so for me, I guess because I, I, I touched on this in episode one, is video games. I, I like to play video games. Uh, I... And then I would say my favorite genre would probably have to be fighting games. I'm not good at it. Like, I wouldn't go to, like, tournaments and all that stuff. But, I mean, I, I, I think I could hold my own. But um, I, I just really like fighting games. I've, was, I think I would say that was, like, what I grew up on. Like, I first started playing Mortal Kombat and, and Street Fighter, which is what I mostly play now. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying to get into more, like, anime fighters because I just like the aesthetic. Like, um a guilty gear and um let's see what other games do i like i guess mostly yeah i play shooters too but um i'm not i would say like I, i'm probably better at shooters than i am at fighters but i have more fun playing fighters than i do shooters mm -hmm. i just get frustrated when i play shooting games um let's see what else do i like um i like sport i like watching sports huge basketball fan golden state warriors fan um let's see also like I like baseball a lot. Um as I'm a San Francisco Giants fan. Um I like football but I don't keep close with it. Like I, I support the Niners. Um and I you know, I read articles and, and all that about the Niners and, and just and the NFL in general, but like I don't try to watch every game. Like if I if I miss a game then I'm I'm cool with just watching highlights. But when it comes to the other sports, like I have to watch them. Like uh mm -hmm baseball and uh, basketball and i'm also i'm also really into um f1 racing um i just got into that last season oh. for the 2021 season because of like netflix they rec uh, i was recommended to watch um something called drive to survive which is kind of like a like a behind the scenes reality show of f1 racing and they cover each season mm -hmm. um one season of the show would be like a year in f1 um, so I got into it through that, and I would say like my favorite t 
team is probably Mercedes because I like Lewis Hamilton, who's a driver for Mercedes. He's a really cool guy, and he's like heavily decorated in terms of accolades in, in F1. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like you know the usual of a K-pop fan, K-dramas and movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have such a backlog in Korean dramas that I, ha- I have to go through. Like I'm not even caught up to like all the recent ones yet. Like I still have to watch. Um, well, I, the thing is, like I hop, I hop between shows a lot. Like I'll I'll start one and I'll start another, and then take that as far as my attention goes, and then watch another one. Mm-hmm. So I, I never really finish. It's like I'm still trying to finish Hometown Cha Cha Cha, and like I feel like I'm almost there, but. I keep watching other stuff. I know. Yeah, no, that that was a good one. But yeah, on sports for me, um, I wish I was bigger into sports just because like that's mm-hmm. like a big uh, common thing amongst most people. But mm-hmm. I'm just here like I like to watch it when it's on, I guess. But I don't know anything like I can't talk sports at all. Like I don't know anything mm-hmm. about rosters or anything like that. And K-dramas, I think I reverted back to just following um dramas with my favorite k-pop stars in them mm-hmm. unless there's like a big a big one that came out that's like just super noteworthy like my current one is a uh, 2521 oh yeah yeah i still gotta watch that mostly my because list, my girl bona is in it yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh for my interests um same thing video games um mostly into rpgs uh like we said last week, I was I'm super into Elden Ring right now. I was never really mm-hmm. a big Soulsborne fan. Like I would mm-hmm. ho- I would hop off when it gets too tough. But something about Elden Ring and being able to go do something else instead of running into this sort of um, brick wall of a challenge to move on. It's sort of a breath of fresh air. But I also like fighting games as well. I haven't played them in a while. Like I sort of scope out the sales to see if like i think recently i bought um like soul caliber and tekken like the ultimate um packs that were worth like 70 bucks for well like 20 bucks each oh okay and then um what else like shooters like i'm a big call of duty boy i love call of duty when when there's a good Mm -hmm. one out but uh other than that uh movies tv shows um, recently, I watched uh, The Batman, which was originally my talking point for last week. But it's just a really interesting like they sort of strip him down to be uh, just a hard boiled detective. And he's just like trying to solve riddles from the Riddler. And it's all kinds of like dark, gritty kind of stuff. Um, TV shows. I'm trying to balance because Recent years, I sort of dropped anime and sort of like went all in on like K dramas and video games. But I think after watching a bunch of TikToks highlighting uh, the King of Kings or Ranking of Kings, I just like, oh, maybe I'll go check it out again. On the side, too, uh, I had side gigs working as a like wedding videographer, photographer, also doing like cotillions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But those are my um little side interest um i'm waiting for the pandemic to sort of lift to sort of like ease back after these recent variants to go 
back to the bowling alley and try bowling again because I'm not sure if I told you before, but I like that was my sport growing up. That like mm, I was okay. in leagues, I didn't know that. and then um, after a a bachelor party that I went to um, in Tahoe on our way back, we were just trying to extend the weekend as much as we could. That we stopped to buy like a boba shop. We stopped to buy um, Top Golf. And then we after that we stopped by Pokey. I think that was my first legit Pokey Bowl. But we also decided to go stop by a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, out of nowhere, I bowled like a 200 game that day. Hey. <laughs> with a house ball. So I was like, I want to try bowling again. But how about we wrap the show? Uh, you got anything to promote? Yep. I am going to promote our social media accounts. You can follow us at Idle Rumble on pretty much everything. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and um, yeah, I think those are the ones for now. We'll have more planned coming soon. Nice, nice. And you could also, if you're listening to this podcast, you found the podcast somehow, but we're officially on Apple Podcasts. If you go to lobbyrumble.com, you'll find the audio uploads and an RSS feed that you could plug into a compatible podcasting app. My personal one is Pocket Cast, and it works well there. I'm still waiting to see how to get listed on Spotify and Google Podcasts. You can find my work at lobbyrumble.com. I like to write about movies, TV shows, all things pop culture. And you can find my personal uh, social media at Rob Loves Pizza, spelled with the R0B. Music's brought to you by Kevin McLeod of Incomtech.com. And that will do it for our bonus episode this week. To support the show, leave us a review on iTunes, and we will see you on the next episode of Idle Rumble. <laughs>